Hello, this is Mrs. Paranormal. It is Saturday morning about 11.24 a.m. Wisconsin time. The sun is out. We got some snow still on the ground. It's finally melting away. The big old boulders of snow is going to take a while. It's supposed to be in the high 30s to close to 40s today, which is awesome. I already went out and did my errands because in my little town, my little city, it gets freaking nuts on the weekends. So I went out and came home, and that's it. I'm done for the day. It gets crazy out there. And I am at home, actually, like I just mentioned, instead of in my truck, because it's still a little too chilly to sit in the truck to do this podcast. So I'm here at home. This morning, I found some good stories I'm going to read to you, and maybe a couple Irish folklore kind of stories, too, because it's almost St. Patrick's Day, kind of. Go it a week, two weeks or something. Anyways. Yes, my name is Patty, P-A-T-T-Y, the common spelling of Patty, as far as I'm concerned. And I do have a little bit of Irish in me. I'm not 100% Irish. Yes, I'm a redhead. But not all Irish people are redheads, which is very fascinating if you uh, read up on that one. So I want to thank everybody again listening to this podcast. Uh, All you followers, your original followers, new followers, you guys can email me at p-a-t-t-y-i-n-w-i at gmail.com. Please visit my Facebook page, Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. It's me and my friend Amanda. She is the uh, co-founder we started it in, I want to say 2018, but I've been a paranormal investigator way before then. Um, <clears throat> I was with a couple other um, teams, both which have now are no longer, and I wanted to stay in the paranormal field, but not necessarily belong with a team of like 10 or 15 or 8 people, because honestly it gets to be a little too much. Nobody communicates, uh, there could be some too much... Uh, estrogen and all that in the room if there's if it's all females so yeah so i decided to create my own little team we've gone on a few residential cases uh we've gone on a couple pay to plays or play pay to play yeah done a couple of those which is really fun um but yeah so anyways we're out there we've got over 170 some odd likes which is so cool eventually me and amanda i think when we hit 200 we're gonna do something for that facebook page we don't know what our, fo- our pictures are not on there. Well, neither one of us like our picture taken, so that's kind of why. But our faces don't really matter, right? It's all about the paranormal, the cases that we share, and the stories that I post. I'm pretty much the admin of the page, so I'll be the one posting ghost stories, things I find fascinating, sometimes comical stuff. But anyways, give it a like. Uh, Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. You're more than welcome to leave a comment. If you want to message me, you can Facebook message me on Messenger. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, so that's about it. I haven't done anything in the house lately, like nothing with the Ouija board or the pendulum. It just hasn't felt right. You know, sometimes you get that urge. It's like, yep, yep, now I'm going to do it. I haven't, I keep staring at the Ouija, but I haven't done anything with it. <clears throat> I may. We'll see. I think I only tried it once. Nothing came of it. And it's a used Ouija board. So I maybe whoever used it tried treated it well because i don't get any bad vibes bad vibes bad vibes what the hell bad vibes off of it there's some like uh candle marks on it so someone did use it with candles i don't know maybe i'll get it out this weekend we'll see the weekend goes by so fast i have all these ideas and do i want to do this i want to do that i want to do this i want to do that next thing you know it's freaking sunday night i'm like seriously i'm um, also you guys if you are on twitch any of you out there in uh, california australia um, Canada, Australia, United States, 
and oh i forgot the other country anyways if you guys are on twitch i'm on twitch it's patty in wisconsin as far as i know i'm the only patty underscore i n underscore wisconsin on twitch i am a gamer you guys can always search for me uh if you want to communicate that way we could chit chat that way that's that'd be totally cool so anyways sorry enough about me on to the stories So the first one is because it's that the website, the occultmuseum.com. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's a really good. I like this website. It's they're always kind of changing things around. It's like the thought catalog. That's another good site to go to. But this one I like. Just just some ghost stories. And I don't think I've read these yet. The first one is come on in. One year over Halloween, I was visiting my cousins. We were all around the same age. Like any normal teenagers, we were bored and with nothing to do. So we decided to go trick-or-treating. My cousins lived in a really old area. All the houses were about over, over 100 years old. The entire place looked like something out of a horror movie. We knocked on a few doors. Everything was going good until my cousin dared me to knock on the house at the end of the street. Thinking nothing of it, I walked up to the house while staying while they stayed behind. As I knocked on the door, it slowly opened. Creaking noises and everything. It was really dark inside, with just a little light coming from one of the rooms further back in the house. I remember thinking these people had gone had all gone out for Halloween because this place was so creepy. I called out but there was just silence. Beginning to feel really creeped out, I was just about to leave when I heard a woman say, Come on in. There was no way I was going in there, so I just waited, and then I heard her say again, come on in, and then something like, we're here. I'm really scared now. I'm just standing there frozen because there was something about the voice, and it was so dark in there. Then suddenly I heard a loud a loud bang and what sounded like heavy footsteps rushing towards me from the back of the house, and that's when I ran. My cousins were laughing at me, but when I told them about the creepy voice telling me to go inside, they stopped. Turns out the house had been abandoned for years and was known to be haunted. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. What would happen if he did go in? I don't know. Interesting. That's a good one. It's a secret. My daughter had this imaginary friend called Polly. And when she was much younger, I would regularly hear her talking to her in her room as though there was really someone else in it with her. It wasn't, I wasn't overly bothered by it. I thought it was normal, a normal thing for a kid to do. If I was setting the table, she'd ask me to set a place for Polly. If she lost a toy, then Polly, then Polly had lost it, as I said, normal stuff. Never gave much thought until one night when I was putting my daughter to bed, I asked her what Polly looked like. He looks like Grandpa, but the name is Polly? Only he's a lot older and with no hair and black eyes. And then said, but I'm not... Um, and then said, but I'm not supposed to tell you. It's a secret. I freaked out. She slept in my bed that night. And I'll be honest, I kept I kept the light on all night. Polly la- lasted a whole year before my daughter gradually stopped talking about her, him, or it. I never asked her about it again. As I remembered someone telling me once, the more you talk about something like that, the more power you give it seems to have worked weird so polly to me is a female name but it she said it looks like grandpa weird right the cornfield an old friend of the family used to drive school buses across 
the country to their soon-to-be new schools. The protocol called for them not to stop for anything, even for help. Or even to help, I guess. He was driving in the Midwest one night and came across a long stretch of road with a huge cornfield on one side and an empty field on the other. It was 2 o'clock in the morning and he came across a wrecked car with the lights still on and the people scattered on the ground. He slowed down to help but remembered he couldn't stop, so he kept going. As he was calling it in, he looked back to find the people standing in the middle of the road staring at the bus. Upon further inspection, others started to emerge from the corn in a creepy fashion while also staring at him. I was six when he told me this. I still hate corn. <laughs> I still hate corn a little. That's a creepy-ass story. I wonder how true it is. I don't know, maybe a little over-exaggerated. The Attic. When I was a kid back in my old house, I had, I had assumed my sister and I were playing in the attic. Sister suggests that I hang out the window for whatever reason. A few seconds later, my dad outside sees me hanging almost fully out of the third-story window on my own. Starts yelling and running, etc. After I get pulled back inside, my mom and sister insist that I was alone in the attic for about an hour. And that my sister was with my mom the whole time. My, and my dad had passed my sister on the ground level before heading back inside. Oh, I see. So his father ran past his sister. Well, he's going upstairs. I assumed at least one of them was lying to me about something. Certainly more plausible than a ghost tried to get me to kill myself. Still. Ah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> God. That's an evil little sinister ghost, huh? Oh, my goodness. That was a good one, too. I'm impressed. Aunt Charlotte. When I was eight, my family moved into an old colonial that was built in 1810. My father still lives there. Um, until I was 17, every... It, sorry. Every before I fell asleep, I would... That didn't make sense. I would feel pressure next to me as if someone sat down on the bed next to me. This would always become... Or sorry, always be accompanied with a feeling of an increased pressure in the air. Although I knew this probably didn't happen to everyone, I didn't think much about it. Until I got a cat. He was a present for my 12th birthday. Each night, we would sack out on the bed. He would sack out on the bed near my feet. Each night. And he would bolt up from a dead sleep and glare at something in the door before hightailing it out of there. A few moments later, the pressure would return. Again, while this was weird thing, a weird thing to happen, I didn't really question it. Maybe the cat was just neurotic. I didn't talk about it. Uh, this nightly occurrence to anybody. However, I did refer to this as um, feeling, presence, what have you, as Charlotte. I, I don't know why. Oh, I see. So they named it Charlotte, but he doesn't know why. Got it. So one day in the summer, when I was 13, an elderly man and his middle-aged daughter pulled up to our house and explained that his father lived in the house with his aunt while he was a boy and that he was raised, uh, and that he raised his family there for a few years. They had been visiting family in the neighborhood, and they wondered if they could take a tour of his old, for old time's sake. Mom said, sure. She, my sister, and I led them around the house, and they recalled different memories. After my mom asked them, they were, sorry, afterwards, my mom asked them if they remembered any strange occurrences or stories about the house. Like ghosts? The old man asked and chuckled. His daughter became very quiet and said firmly, it's not funny, Dad. The man explained that everyone who slept in one bedroom felt this unsettled, felt a little unsettled, and his daughter interrupted to say that she always felt as if someone sat on the edge of the bed and she tried to go to sleep, as she tried to go to sleep. Her father said they used to joke that it was his aunt looking out for them. His aunt's name? Guessed it. Charlotte. 
They confirmed what I had never admitted to myself. I had a freaking ghost beast that basically tucked me in at night <laughs> for the previous five years. Still going to bed was never freaky or scary. I just tried to ignore the feeling when it came. Until one night I was 16. My parents had been going through a weird patch of their marriage. I was feeling depressed and in general, or and in general, it was a weird year. I went to bed about, after about 20 minutes, the cat took his typical bolting ex exit from the bed and I felt the familiar pressure on my side. Then I felt a hand brush through my hair. Then I ran straight downstairs to the living room where my mom was dozing. She woke up when I burst into the room, saw my face, and asked what was wrong. I told her I had a nightmare and left it at that. I spent a week sleeping in the guest room. And when I got nervous to go back, and when I got the nerve to go back to my room, I was nearly asleep when I realized I didn't feel the pressure next to me. I did feel pressure in the air, so I rolled over on my back and saw the figure of a woman in her 60s wearing a house dress, her hair pulled back in a bun with her arms folded. She was looking right at me, very concerned. When I found my voice, she disappeared. I said out loud, I don't care if you stay, but I can never, ever, ever see you again. I never did. However, a few years later, after my parents divorced and my dad moved in his girlfriend, whoopsie, and four-year-old son, I wasn't really surprised when she told me that her little boy said a lady named Charlotte told him stories at night. Wow. That was a good one, too. These are good. I'm impressed. I'm happy. Something in the bed. My friend's mom had some spooky experiences in a house they used to live in. One day, she was lying in bed after her husband left for work. She didn't work at the time, so she slept a little later than he did before getting up to do stuff. She heard someone walking around the house and figured that uh, he hadn't left yet. A few minutes later, she felt the sheets behind her raise as if someone was getting to bed with her. No one was there. She felt the breath on her neck as whatever it was laid down next to her. She bolted out of the house and waited for her husband to come home before returning to the house. What would happen? What was the outcome? The blue-faced mom? We bought a 50s bungalow a few years ago, there, and the original owner had passed, and we were the first people that lived there since. My daughter's bedroom was on the far side of the house from mine and was always colder than the rest of the house. We chalked it up as poor insulation in that room. Makes sense, right? Every night I would hear her talk to someone. Just thought it was a baby, sleepy, baby sleeping babble. She was about two at the time. Uh, then she started talking to someone in the daytime too. I asked her about it. She told me it was blue faced mommy. The mommy wanted to play peekaboo with her all the time. It wouldn't leave her alone. She said she woke she would wake her up in the middle up in the night to play peekaboo and it freaked the shit out of me. I talked about it with one of the older ladies in the neighborhood who knew the original family. Apparently their oldest daughter had suffocated herself in the house after giving birth to a stillborn child. Oh my goodness. Not sure how she suffocated herself, but anyways the neighborhood didn't have a lot of details. It happened in the early seventies. I'm certain that she was the blue blue faced mommy daughter that my daughter was talking about, which makes sense. Uh, a friend told me she had read the best way to deal with the lingering spirit was to politely ask him to leave. So one night when my girl was awoke, oh, sorry, was awoken up, I went to her room and politely said, please, mama, please, mama, your family has moved away. We need you to go now. And after that, nothing. I still get chills thinking about it. Not mama. Sorry. Please, ma'am. Sorry. Please, ma'am. You're there. We go. Mama. Jeez. Please, ma'am. Sorry. 
the demon gun. My dad had bought a pistol from a friend of his, a real weird guy from my mom at, for my mom to use at the house for home protection. He was gone all the time and we had started to have some people fucking around the house at night. So she accepted it even though she doesn't really like guns for some reason. She kept it and then she kept it under her bed. After she, after he bought the gun home, brought the gun home, she said she started having really weird dreams and it always felt like someone was in her room at night staring at her. After a while, she said she started getting woken up by what it felt like someone kicking the mattress from underneath the bed. This really wigged her out because there was no one in the room. It freaked her out so much she started sleeping on the couch. One day, her best friend came over and they started talking about the issue. Her friend suggested that it was a demon in her room. And now these are super religious people. Uh, so they both go into the room to investigate the cause of the disturbance, as they called it. My mom mentioned something about the gun, and her friend told her that that was probably the culprit. It had a demon attached to it? What? And she needed to get rid of it. So she picked it up and took it to the garage. Now, I have a hard time believing this next part, but they both swear to this day that it happened. She put the gun in a box in the garage and locked the deadbolt on the door, as we normally do. As soon as the deadbolt latched, she and her friend claimed, they, claimed that hell broke loose in the garage. They claimed that it sounded like something was going berserk, knocking stuff over, kicking the door, trying to open it. They both huddled in the living room, praying like crazy 20, uh, praying, um, sorry, praying for 20 minutes until it, until it calmed down. Now, the next day, my mom comes home and asks what happened in the garage because everything, the, yeah, the dad comes home and asks what happened in the garage because everything was like knocked over. She tells him he bought a demon a demon gun and made him immediately get rid of it. Ah, uh, okay. Interesting. The old man on the stairs. So when I was a kid, I'd race up and down the top of the stairs as fast as I could, like it was some sort of silly game. Well, it must have been five or six at the time. I must have been five or six at the time. I'm not sure, but I know it was very little. Somewhere along the way, a voice atop of the stairs started to whisper to me. I would make bets with him, such as, I bet you a penny I can't make it to the top. I bet you a penny you can't make it to the top of the stairs. I don't really think there was a certain amount of time or anything. Uh, as I said, I was very little, so probably didn't have much counting ability anyway. Ha. I recall just sitting at the top of the stairs having conversations with his voice about betting, of course. Eventually, the voice, uh, it was like a whisper of a man's voice, but not my own voice in my head. Anyways, eventually the voice started to bet me my life instead of pennies. It's a, I bet you your life you can't make it up the stairs, blah, blah. As I got older, it stopped. I never really thought about it. I never mentioned it to anyone until one night I was sleeping over at my brother's place. I was about 18 and he was like 22. And we were talking about spooky stories. Out of nowhere, I brought it up. I brought up the, the voice at the top of the stairs. And my brother got all quiet and weird. Before he even mentioned the betting aspect, he said, Did it make bets with you? We both looked at each other horrified. Certainly was freaked out after the fact. That's a good one, too. Creepy, huh? Creepy little sinister spirits they got going on. Next one. The Widow. My mom remarried about two years ago. My dad died when I was 12, so she had been a widow for over 10 years. This new relationship was very 
whirlwind with them meeting, dating, and getting married within three months. Holy crap. I didn't know much about the guy, but my mom was happy, so just try to be supportive. She moved into his house in upstate Virginia and invited my fiancé and my and me to spend the weekend with her in the new home, getting to know her new husband. My mom's new home was pretty isolated. It sat on a few hundred acres of lovely rolling hills. It was very picturesque. I was nervous about getting to know this guy, uh, but really trying to make the most of it, you know, because it's my mom's, you know, fiance. I felt more I felt more and more uneasy. It feels like I'm starting to read like a, a script to a movie or something right now. Anyway, sorry. I don't think it was weird, just silly. My mom's new husband was being very welcoming and friendly. We were being made to feel very at home, yet I still couldn't shake the oppressive feeling of feeling just unsettling. I finally chalked it up to being more upset about my mom's getting remarried than I was willing to admit to myself. We spent the most of the day wandering around outside since I felt worse indoors. Hmm. That night, my my fiancé and my and I showered together. Oh, okay, so this is the mom. What? So anyways, that night, my fiancé and I showered together. We turned. When I turned my back to him, he stopped talking mid-sentence and said, What did you do to your back? Well, nothing. Why? You have a large bruise. I hopped out and tried to see it in the mirror. I got back in and we finished showering in silence. Then went off to bed. The one window in the, our room looked over the pitch black empty field, but I couldn't sleep until I hung something over the window. I felt sure that otherwise someone would was watching us from through the window. The next morning I had com- a complete meltdown. I woke up and just couldn't stop crying. I told my fiance we had to leave. He tried to calm me down by telling me all the things I had been telling myself. The anxiety and all that were just results of my mom. Uh, my feelings of anxiety were just results of seeing my mom with someone. I'm totally confused. They're flipping the story here. I don't get it. The longer I spent with them, the easier it would become. But I just had to leave. It was so sudden. It, sorry, it was only Saturday morning when we were supposed to stay until Monday. But I felt completely hysterical. I knew I was on the verge of a panic attack, and my and my only concrete thought was that I had to stop crying long enough to make our excuse and get the hell out of there. So we did. As soon as we were on the road, I felt like a weight had been lifted. I was even feeling embarrassed for my behavior, hoping I hadn't insulted my mom's husband by leaving. Then my fiance broke the silence. That bruise on your back, did you get it? Did you get looked at? Uh, I had it looked at. Uh, let's see. I had. It looked like someone had touched the middle of back with fingers spread wide and their hands without a tilt. I want to make it completely clear. No one had touched my back the previous day, especially hard enough to bruise me. Cut to three weeks later. My mom comes to visit me. The entire time she's hounding me to come stay with her again. After finally trying to change the subject for the fifth time... I love it with her. Before I even finish telling my story, her face is as white as a sheet. She tells me she has been feeling the same way in the house. She hates it. She wants him to move as soon as possible. And the real kicker? Her new husband's previous wife shot and killed herself right outside the same field from her window overlooking... Oh my goodness. So, it's her mom, her mom's husband, her and her fiancé. I totally didn't get that as I was reading that, so I apologize. It's her daughter and her fiancé. And then her mom and her mom's husband. Got it. So there's a total of four people. I totally didn't get that. I do now. Sorry. Eh. 
Oh, my favorites. The basement door. What is it about basements and closets and mirrors? What is that all about? Oh, speaking of basements, you guys, um, on Nickelodeon, there's a TV show called Are You Afraid of the Dark? It. I watched it last night. It's actually really good. They do a very good job. The new season this year is... I'm, I'm impressed. I like it because it's all, you know, based on ghosts and paranormal. So I thought they did a good job. Give it a try. Um, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Nickelodeon. I thought that that was a Goosebump one. But it's Nickelodeon. Anyways, you guys, if you can, give it a give it a look. Give it a see. If you have kids, check it out. Are You Afraid of the Dark? Nickelodeon. Alright, so, the basement door. When I was very young, we lived in a house that had the usual ghost activity, hearing footsteps, hushed voices in the next room, etc. But the real cool thing was a basement door. It would open on its own. I'm not talking open inch or two when you close it another near another door opens which we know that's the pressure of the house i mean would fully swing open like someone was walking through it my parents tried to lock the door and it would still swing open on its own by the time i was where i was learning to walk my dad was concerned i would fall down the steps so he went down in the basement and just said to no one in particular that he had a young daughter upstairs because they please be careful with the door. Ever since, the basement door would open and slowly shut on its own. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Ah, that's awesome. Alright. So, those are just a few of the stories that I found this morning. I thought those were all pretty good. There's two more, but I'm going to save those for another time. Very good stories. Those are the ones I love. I love to read those kind of stories. They feel real. They don't feel like they're being like, oh, I'm going to write a story about this. To me, they're very, very real. And I absolutely love those stories. That's why I like doing this podcast, to find things like that. Um, I'm kind of running out of time, so I can't do the Irish ones. I will try maybe do an Irish um, podcast tomorrow. I can't talk. I can't even. I'm not even going to try to talk like Irish because I can't. Or Celtic. Or anything like that. So I'll try it tomorrow. I have time between 6 a.m. and noon tomorrow, Wisconsin time, to get this done. If not, then possibly the following week, and we'll see, which would make more sense because it's closer to St. Patrick's Day. And any of you guys, you selling this uh, celebrating St. Patrick's Day? You gonna kiss somebody on St. Patrick's Day? You gonna drink some green beer, or green something, or drink something green? Doesn't have to be beer. Anything non-alcoholic, of course. If you guys aren't drinkers, I totally get it. Um, nothing wrong with that, especially if you young ones, you're listening to this. Don't drink until you're of age, which is 21 usually. Unless you're in a different state, and I think it's 18. I don't know. I talk a lot of crap sometimes. <laughs> so, um, also, what else is going on with me? Um, check it out. Are you afraid of the dark? I watch Monster Hunters. That was another good one. I love that actress. I always forget her name. And then my newest kick is uh, The Legacies. Excellent, excellent show. It's on the CW. It has to do with the Vampire Diaries and um, the originals. And then this is the legacy. This is the third installation. I did watch... Uh, oh, what's that one? Something Witches. And they, it's where they go back in time right now. A Discovery of Witches. That was okay. I kind of got... I don't know. The, the way they're, what their episodes are now, I'm not really into it. I just can't get into it. I mean, she's learning her powers better and all that. But I don't know. I'm just not into it. Another good one is called The Unicorn. It's a comedy drama. And then, of course, as you guys know, I watch Nancy Drew. It is basically based on paranormal. 
It's returning series. That's another good one to watch if you guys are looking for shows to watch. If you're a TV person like me, I like to watch things like that. Uh, what else? I think that's it. Just waiting for new shows to come on air. You know, so I got something to watch on that. Right now, my TV nights are like Thursday and Fridays. And then there, Are You Afraid of the Dark comes out on Fridays, so there should be a new one out. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, I got nothing new. If I do any uh, you know, podcasts, I'll, maybe I could do it from a cemetery again like I did that one where I was surrounded by squirrels and headstones. That was a fun one. I had a good time doing that one. You guys have any stories you want to share? You can Facebook me, message me. You can email me with any uh, suggestions or anything. Feel free. But this podcast is pretty much over. Thank you so much for taking about 28 minutes out of your day to listen to me. Thank you for uh, the likes and the support. And you guys can always leave me a review on Apple iTunes, I think it is. I'm at like a 3.4 star. So share with your friends. Say, hey, I listen to this chick. Her name is Patty. And she's a paranormal investigator. And Mrs. Paranormal Investigator to you. And uh, I love to share my stories. And I love to share other people's stories. And just odd things like that. So you guys all take care. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to me. This is Mrs. Paranormal, signing off.